I find that when we press it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Here, three, two, one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I was early or not. I realized when I hit my hands, I, I made the sound that I make when I drink from a refreshing uh, sprite, a crisp sprite. A very refreshing and and uh, and uh, spritzing sprite, uh, lemony sort of drink. This episode brought to you by Seven Up. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you'd go there. <laughs> uh, you know, you know I got you. I know you do. I know it, baby. Don't I know it? Uh, how far did you read? You know, I read two chapters, so I just finished. Con Riley watches the a con, package. Con Riley watches a package. Yeah, the single best <laughs> ending to a chapter that I've ever seen. That is my favorite Hardy Boys chapter ever. Um, I I read two two further past that. Oh, I like how you rock and roll, baby. And I gotta tell you, I think so. We, we need to come clean here. Come clean. We have a, a, I would call it, I mean, yeah, we use it sometimes for business and communication, but we have a text thread, which is essentially the Hardy and Sons superfans text thread. <laughs> yeah. Where usually twice a week we get sort of play-by-play of highlights and where they are uh, from Brett and Keith. And it's just the, the four of us in the message. Um, and I reached out to Bagelshoe and sent him a screenshot of oh. our uh, the text chat thread. when... When I, I forgive me, I can't remember who it was. Said like Brett Hoy. Brett Hoy, you know, Bagel Shoe needs to be in this and mentioned way more often. And so I sent that to Bagel Shoe, and that was when I realized I'm like, well, this is from I guess sort of the Hardy and Sons super fan thread. Um, but it's so much more than that, and it, and it predates the Hardy and Sons podcast. However, that's very true. However, some things have transpired in that thread, which Ooh. I think we need to. Make known Discuss. to the listeners uh, who aren't in that thread to the other two. <laughs> yeah. Um, first and foremost, uh, what what reminded me of this, uh, Keith recommended that we do an entire episode based on Face Off. Yes, which I love, and it needs to happen. And I'm here to tell you that. There's a chapter coming up within the next two chapters. No. Uh, actually, it's the next chapter you'll get to <laughs> is is essentially face-off. Like no the, the way. chapter, save for surgery that removes a face. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as close to face-off as I think we may get in this book so series. So we, we have a tie-in episode. We could do a half-and-half. Yeah, and, and half I was, chapter review and half comparison to Face Off. I think we could just do all, all comparison to Face Off. <laughs> I'm down with that too. I, I think I think there's enough meat there that we could really make a meal out of it. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, we won't get to that today, unfortunately. I'm just gonna have to sit on that sweet, sweet, sweet. Which memory. is great. That gives me a, a full week to research the movie Face Off and rewatch it. Because it's been a long time, sir. I need to rewatch it. I watched most of it. Like, how could you just watch last most of it? Fall. Um, I don't remember. 
I, I was I was about to say maybe it was on a plane or something, but there's no way. I'm starting to think you <laughs> didn't no actually that, watch Face Off. There's no way that, that Face Off was uh, a, plane on a plane selection. <laughs> yeah, Air Well, France I'll tell you what. American offer. Airlines had uh, Good Burger, and I watched that coming back home from Manchester. I watched Good Burger, so I wouldn't doubt that they had Face Off. What a what a salute to America that was. <laughs> Yeah. Back when I had an Instagram, I made sure to tag them and let them know how happy of a flyer I was that they had Good Burger in the middle of the flight, too. Like, I was like, I don't care. I'm breaking your rules. I'm not paying for that internet. I'm signing on. I'm seeing what happens. And and you can't post it. I had to get on their internet, but it was worth it. Um, They deserved it. That's a great segue. Yeah. To another another juicy bit from the Superfan thread. Uh, and that is that you are not on Instagram. I am not. I am not on Instagram. I am yeah. not on Instagram. But we have relinquished <laughs> shared control <laughs> of the Hardy and Sons Instagram account to Brett and Keith. We've just given them the password. And, yes. And I was thinking, you know, we could just say the, pa- the password on the podcast. <laughs> and have and it let, be a shared account. <laughs> I mean, the, if someone's taking the time to listen to this podcast, we have to assume that they're not malicious in their intent. Like, no one would sabotage us. Um, however, I think we should hold off on that and stretch yeah. the muscle of, if you want the password, just reach out to us. If you're hearing this and you would also like the password to post I things like to the Hardy & Sons account, uh, go to the website. Go to the website and uh, fill out the form. We have no password hubris. I mean, that is just, uh, yeah, that's we, a thing. We are, we are humble about it. Yeah. Uh, you want the password? It's yours. Take it. Post. But uh, make sure everything you do is, uh, you know, awesome posts. I mean, we were, we were posting some pretty good top-notch stuff. Yeah, you need to be detailed. We don't want this to be like cliff notes or anything. Like, these need to be thorough uh, important yeah just use our previous posts as a reference guide we're talking watercolors we're talking uh really crude art we're talking just ripping movies off of youtube i mean just really high-end stuff although i will say that our art got considerably less crude before we stopped which (laughs) might have been why we stopped (laughs) i think uh coming book are we on book three or book two three we're on three. Okay, coming book four, the return of the artwork, and uh, that's I, fair. I pitched this to you a while ago, but I'm fine completely taking over the artwork. So I'm trying to hone my skills in Illustrator, and I need something to do every week. You need a muse. I need a muse, and let the Hardys be my muse. Let them light my fire. They'll be my Jim Morrison. I'm okay with that, and I could send you sketches as an inspiration for the scene. <sighs> I love that. That way, you can focus on the technical element. Um, yeah, beautiful. More in update news. Um, our f- online forum does not get used a ton. However, we have an online forum. Online forum. Sorry, there's no U. Just F O R M on okay. our website. Our, our website contact us forum. Uh, we did yeah. receive a message. Oh my goodness! From the commish, who says <laughs> he may have a connection. Uh oh. For someone, if we were serious about the singing necktie. Uh, that we talked about with the Jemmy episode. Get out of here. Happy necktie. Yes, um, I'm very serious about this. I'm pretty sure he's alluding to Nathan Fielder. 
but I wouldn't put it past Kamish that he has some connection to Nathan Fielder. Uh, yeah, we need to hit up Kamish and... Uh... Do you know who Nathan Fielder is when I say that? Yes, okay. very much so. <laughs> Fantastic. Nathan, for you? Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, my God. The yeah. Most, that is... The most wonderful <laughs> and original TV show that I could have imagined. Yeah, it. Uh, I will say I haven't kept up with it, but when it first came out, I thought it was the greatest television I've ever seen. I'm going to tell you that it only got better. I don't doubt that. Like, I need as, to dive as back I, in. As I watch it, I don't watch much of the first season because they just found this beautiful, beautiful place deep within. Uh, and notably, what uh, became the series finale, um, at the time, I don't know if they knew it was the series finale, it was just a season finale, but there's a two-part season Ooh. finale, which is hands down the, hands down. the best piece of television I've you're ever this, seen in my life. This it's, bar high. It is so, <laughs> so good. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to rewatch the entire series as well. I think it was on something. Maybe it was Hulu. It may have been. I have, I believe, purchased all of the episodes through iTunes so I can have them at oh, any time. Then I'm going to do that if that, I, because you know me, I'd rather purchase. Yeah. Um, that joins a, a short list of TV shows I've purchased, uh, including Strangers with Candy. Yes, which is mm. another great show. You only purchased the best of the best. That's now, right. I will say, I sent you a link to Police Squad on Blu-ray. Have you purchased it? I don't have a Blu-ray player. And Sean? I also own it's all of Police Squad on DVD. On, on DVD? Okay, yeah. yeah. I have that too, but my DVD stopped playing because I watched it too many times. That and Beverly Hills Ninja, they don't play anymore. I'm so sorry for your loss. Do you want to yeah, take well, a moment? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Moment of silence for Beverly Hills Ninja. The DVD. The DVD. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> I'd like to note that this moment of silence is specifically for the Beverly for the Hills DVD. Ninja DVD. Well, it, it makes me angry that there is no Blu-ray release of one of the finest movies ever made, Beverly Hills Ninja. I yeah, don't oh, think I understand. Anything... You didn't need to clarify. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that and Almost Heroes still don't have a Blu-ray release, which I find is strange. I mean, Almost Heroes isn't any good, but Eugene Levy's awesome in that movie. And Farley's funny. Is Almost Heroes the uh, action Luke figures? Luke Perry or... Wait, what? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Are you thinking Small, Small Soldiers? Soldiers? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm real sorry. Yeah, I do talk about that movie a lot. That's a great Joe Dante film. No, <laughs> Almost Heroes is... It's Chris Farley and uh, the dude from Friends, Chandler. Not Luke Perry. He's a Perry, though. Steve Matthew. Perry. Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry. That's it. Uh, they are racing against Lewis and Clark. So it's it's kind of like a, it's a fun idea, and uh, it's not executed well. I think Farley died somewhere in the middle of making it. It could have been at the end. I'm not really quite sure on where Farley died in real life, but there was a lot of issues with the movie, and it was kind of unfinished. Okay. But Eugene Levy's awesome. He plays a Frenchman. He's got big eyebrows. It's, you know what I was? It's great. I, I I don't know how I ended up down the rabbit hole, but I was reading about Abraham Lincoln versus zombies. Okay. Yes. Have you seen it? I, I have. Is this the? Uh, 
Now there's, there's two. There's Abraham Lincoln there's, Vampire Hunter. Okay, that's I thought that's what you were talking which about. Which I believe has a higher production value. Uh, and they, they like actually put some work into that one. Then there's this <laughs> B movie. Uh, that that that's the one I want to see. Then yeah, what is this B movie? Yeah, it it is. It lives up to that title. Um, it it's just Abraham Lincoln versus zombies. I believe that's what it is. Because I'll tell you what, that vampire hunter one that missed the mark. They tried making it a serious film, and I was like, this is like the ultimate B movie, and you're trying to make it into like an actual horror film. And I was very upset. I mean, I still hold a grudge, and that movie came out, what, like, maybe close to a decade ago? Yeah, here it is. As a the barometer, budget, I use... 150000 Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, as, as a barometer for films, I use Snakes on a Plane. It's a great movie. And I, I feel like... I, I almost use it as a verb, but when when someone watches a movie, like Boondock Saints 2... Have you seen Boondock yeah. Saints 2? I have. Yeah. Great film. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But people hated it. Yeah. Because they went into it with the misunderstanding. And my thought is snakes on a plane. You got to snakes yeah, on a plane I, it. You have to put yourself in a, in a place where you understand what it is and what it isn't. Yes, I agree with you 100%. And then you can enjoy it. And I feel like that's what, what you're saying. Like they didn't do... Like, Snakes on a Plane knew what it was. And that's why that movie and, succeeds. And, it, and the audience knew what it was. Right. But Abraham we Lincoln... We knew exactly what we were getting. Vampire, vampire Hunter. Vampire Hunter. Tr- wasn't admitting what it was, and that's how it missed no. the mark. Yeah, 100%. It was a real bummer. And it was I a feel massive like bummer. these books, in many ways, don't realize how <laughs> bad they are. No, there's some really ridiculous moments in the coming chapters that uh, that brought umbrage. Lots of it. I was a very angry man reading certain lines. I I ended up uh, as I was uploading the last couple episodes and and putting these things online. I always have to check like oh wait what episode was that as I like type in the title. I need to see what what was the last episode so I can do this right. And it occurred to me that. A, we're doing a ton of comparisons yeah. for this particular season. And our goal was to scale it back. <laughs> to do it. But as yeah. we said last episode, this book is so wildly different. We're essentially just doing an entire bonus season of maybe covering three chapters in an episode on, yeah. on a good episode. I think that's, yeah, I think we've only had one that covered three or maybe two. Yeah, Uh but it's it's an entirely different book. I mean, to to do a comparison, we have to essentially do the whole thing because it is different. Yeah. If, I mean, there is uh, – the only similarity so far is that there's counterfeiters, correct? Counterfeiters, and as we're about to get to oh, in, in this boat. chapter. Yeah, counterfeiters, a boat, and Paul Blum, who – who doesn't enter the rewrite until like the third to last page. Yeah. He shows up, he shows up essentially just to get arrested. I yeah. Guess. Which is awesome. Oh God. I thank, love thank that. God I made it here in time. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Bazinga. <laughs> oh, classic. Another one of our group chat. Uh, that is the name of our group chat. That is. Yeah. A typo Bazinga. on Bazinga. <laughs> It's Bazinga Applegate, but there's a typo. Oh, that's right. 
Yes. <sighs> well, before we get into this chapter, oh, okay, yeah, I was, I was uh, all geared up. I was, to, I was getting to ready to, yeah, I, I had uh, synchronicity in mind. Sibilants, one, two, one, two. Uh, what were you gonna say before? How are you? Chapter. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought that you were throwing me off. Oh no, no. I, just, <laughs> I, I genuinely, I genuinely want to know. This fantastic. We don't hang out anymore because we I know. would both die. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Are you are you making stuff? Are you are you staying oh, busy? What are you doing? Well, did I tell you I'm doing the video game stuff? Clearly by the expression on your face, I didn't tell you. Well, the, <laughs> the problem is you may have mentioned it and it's like on the record in a previous episode and yeah. now I just seem <laughs> Like an ass because no, I don't. You never told me anything about a video game, David. Okay, start well, my start talking and then I'll I'll cut you off. You chime in if you know. Yeah. My friend Matt oh, Stewart yeah, yeah. and I. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Sean. Classic dad bits. Uh, my friend are you Matt guys making and I a 2D are doing. Scroller? Yes, we're doing a scroller, and I've been practicing just art and uh doing animations in a certain program <laughs> practicing arts <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know i might have put an s on it i put s's on a lot of things that don't deserve an s talking monies talking about women's <laughs> it's all goods <laughs> for reals <laughs> how about yourself though how have you been mr hotley i've been i've been good i i haven't taken any work since the first week of March, I, I've, I've done no work whatsoever. Um, but yeah. that has given me time to do a lot for my YouTube channel. Right. And I found that that's a lovely excuse to do things where I'm oh, just, yeah. I'm starting to live stream every Tuesday with different games and conversations and all sorts of stuff. And it, it's just a crutch. It's just an excuse to be like, hey, do you want to do something? Because. I've got to do something on this Tuesday. And so last Tuesday was the oh. first big group I got together. Um, and we played we played an online game where we have to deceive each other. Uh, with, oh, I like that. With false facts. Uh, yeah. We may have played it with, with the super fans. Um, but a deceiving game. I feel like that's the game I play every day with Brett Hoy. I consistently lie to him. <laughs> poor poor man yeah i mean hey i really like brett i'm excited for, i'm still playing the game i'm excited <laughs> to, wrapping this up here in the future as i continue to use youtube as an excuse for things i had thrown yeah. it into the group chat yesterday but i want to do a podcast just called gotcha journalism saves the world where i interview people who okay. have some experience, some knowledge, uh, some opinions, and some expertise, but I just steamroll them hard and throw yeah. questions that they can't possibly answer. And when they do answer them correctly, I throw in a curveball. I, I just want it to be obnoxious and unforgiving. I like this. And to be yeah. a genuine attack on intellectualism um, and... That's genius. And problem solving. Yeah, you should and be doing this right now. I, I don't know not why you're think waiting. of a better person... Than Brett Hoy. Than Brett Hoy for yeah. the first episode. <laughs> so, Hardy yeah. and Sons listeners, stay tuned. More podcasts on the horizon. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to listen to this one. I hope you destroy him. That's very, 
very kind of you to say. And I mean it. That's not a lie. I'm not playing the deceiving game anymore. That's, that's the truth. Him. I w- yeah, I want him hurt. If he is not in tears by the end of it, then you did not do a good job. Chapter 13. Paul Blum. Paul Blum. Mm. And, and yeah, that's all that's not good. And this is not um, the mall security cop, just in case everyone thinks it is. It's not. That is Paul, Paul Blart. Blart. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. Um, I guess I, I don't have to tease this because it's already out there. Um, I had said at some point, Bo Bridges, Bo Problems. Yeah. In in the last episode. And Keith yeah. pinged on that and requested a shirt. So uh there's now a shirt available. Uh I'm gonna have to double check on the price, but it's uh Bo Bridges Bo Paul Blums uh with a picture of Bo Bridges, uh, which I I did my best to Photoshop out the background. I think it looks great. It's actually Thank one you. of my favorite shirts. Thank you. I know, I know you're doing it. Peter is up there, too. But uh, this this might take the cake for me. And maybe you could confirm the price on that. What do you think the price um, of that T-shirt is? You know, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, and don't, I would don't say... Rush, don't rush to a, to a no, judgment no, on I'm, it. Consider, listen, consider the, the, the options, the market... <sighs> Well, Sean, these shirts are American-made designs. Now, they're not made in America, but the conception of the shirt is uh, thought of in America. And then they're designed in China, most likely. And uh, I would say that, uh, you know, that's half American still, so that ups the price. So I would say somewhere around, ooh, geez, $108 would probably be what I would charge. But I know you. I know you. Uh, you like to give the people a little bit of discounts. So I would say that it's somewhere in the realm of 1999. It would be a 1999 t-shirt. Dead on, my friend. Dead on. Look at that. And that's the Sean Hotley discount, uh, dropping it from 108 to 1999. Uh, prices are slashed indefinitely. And uh, yeah, enjoy our shirts made in China. Uh, I don't believe the shirts are made in China, and they are designed... <laughs> In St. Louis, Missouri, on my computer, which was built in China. Made in China. <laughs> um, so it's, it, I would say it's it, that considered, it's fair to say these are international designs. I love that. That's a, that's a fair way to put it. I will also say that I own some of the shirts beyond comfortable, but Keith Mees owned, owned a hoodie and it was, he said, the most comfortable hoodie he's ever worn. It was like wearing a lamb. And not, not a lamb's Sherpa, like the inside of an actual lamb, like the meat. It was like being surrounded by meat. Like sleeping inside a tom-tom? Like sleeping inside a tom-tom, yeah. It was, it was like uh, being wrapped in pita bread. Like he was a gyro or a gyro or a gyro. I don't care how you say it, okay? <laughs> we all know what we're talking about, a delicious Greek food. I'm talking about tzatziki sauce, baby. I'm talking about that... Them yum-yums. I'm talking about that cucumber sauce. You and I shared a Euro pizza. Oh, that might be the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. Uh, They now sell them frozen as well. And so the last time I got one, I also got a frozen one, which is in my freezer right now. And it is what I believe I'm having for dinner tonight. And I am. You got to text me how that is. If if that holds up, because that pizza was delicious, I'm curious I how it holds up being frozen. I got two frozen pizzas from them: a meatball pizza and this this Euro pizza. Ooh. And the meatball pizza we already had, and it 
was the best frozen pizza I've ever had. To be fair, now, have you had Mama Lucia's? I've had Mama Lucia's pizzas. Um, okay. I've also had the four hands frozen pizzas, which are made by Mama Lucia's. Oh, I didn't know this. But what set this one apart is not only the cost. It was like 16 bucks instead of like, you can get a Jack's pizza for like a dollar. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so this was like 16 or like 18 bucks. seven for 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just an abomination of pizza. <laughs> but it's a cardboard coaster with some cheese and tomato soup on it. Listen, here's, I'm going to tell you, as a Jacksman, as a Jacksman, as I am, uh, the secret is you have to get... Frank's uh, Red, Hot. Red Hot or Ots, and I think Ots is probably the best. For me, it is Ots wing sauce, and you sprinkle it all over the Jack's pizza, and then you throw some fresh mozz on top of it, and then you buy your own custom pepperonis, and then you decorate it in pepperonis. And I know what you're thinking: Why don't you just buy a different pizza <laughs> brand then? Because you're essentially modifying it. You're building to be a better. second pizza. That's <laughs> yeah. like I'm building buying a all new ingredients. It's yeah. building a mansion on top of a shack. Just yeah. Just pour I'm your starting own with Legos, at, or I'm starting with Playmobil and finishing with Legos. That's what these... <laughs> Very good pizza, though. Anthony knows. Proud, proud Anthony sponsor knows. of the show. Friend of the podcast, Anthony knows. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to say they're not, so I think we can claim that. They're not going to say they're garlic not. Nice. Very nice. It was. I like garlic knots. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like, I'm not saying the joke is funny. I'm saying the food is good. I yeah. like garlic knots. I like al dente garlic knots. Yeah, I like how you said that. With my al finger dente. up like that? Well, yeah, you did like the okr sign. The okr. <laughs> Is that how you did okr? <laughs> Man, not being on Instagram, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the, what the memes are. Out I don't of know the what loop. these kids are talking What's about hot these nowadays? days. Yeah. <laughs> Last I checked, everyone was getting all hot about Monica Lewinsky. Is that still a thing? Well, yeah. I mean, that is still a huge thing. Uh, yeah. That was with uh, her and uh, and, uh, and uh, one of the Clintons. I forget which one. Was it, was it Chelsea? Hard to say. It's been, it's been so long. Yeah. There's a great basketball uh, line. Where they're visiting little Joey, and Joey is part of the like uh, Make a Kid's Wish Come yeah. True Foundation, and they're like, just think of it, dude. Anything you want, you can have. And he just goes, Chelsea Clinton, and Matt Stout just goes, you'd have a better shot at Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just uh, the greatest line of all time. That's good stuff. Um, well, let's take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then we'll come back uh, and get into chapter 13, Paul Blum. Paul Blum. <laughs> and with that, the boys took a break. Oh, it must be so hard to have nice technology. <laughs> That's where I'm coming back. We're back. Don't, well, well, don't worry. My Zoom H4n does not have issues clipping, and you can't bring it back. That audio gone, is baby, fried chicken. They, they used, fried chicken. It was designed by Casey Affleck. When it clicks, <laughs> that audio's gone, baby, gone. Gone, baby, gone. I was hoping you were going there. So when we last left them, they they drifted into a fog bank. Yes. Uh, and then 
And then the fog lifts in the beginning of this chapter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's they, they... Well, it starts off by saying the fog was impenetrable. And it's like, oh, wow, okay, they're going to have a tough time getting through this. And, yeah, it's immediately like, and the fog lifts, and they see Dad. Um, <laughs> but really, Im- impenetrable is not the right word because they are penetrating. Like penetrating they're, it. It. They're, they're moving through a, a gas. Yeah, I guess you're right. A that's, water that's, vapor. Yeah. It is, <laughs> it is as... This isn't marshmallow fluff we're talking about. They're not just stuck in this in this fog you're right yeah it is penetrable by its definition (laughs) um so frank did his best to judge their direction by the waves but this did not help (laughs) greatly as there were cross currents and the wind was shifting so this was just so you know that comes after the line the fog was impenetrable meaning he wouldn't be able to see the bottom of the boat so he wouldn't be able to see the waves which tells me he had his ear to the waves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's how this was handled. Let me see if I can hear which way north is, fellas. <laughs> yeah, the magnetic pull—it's just shifting from ear. If he sticks his head under the and under the water, it's which way does the water come out of his ears? Is it coming out the left ear, the right ear, or the nose? Yeah, that's science. yeah. Which that's science. That is science. That's uh, ocean memory, I believe, is what it's called. The sleuth coursed on feeling its way blindly through the haze that enveloped the bay. See, Ooh. again, the originals had, <laughs> had some lyrical writing. Yeah. That, and I'm okay, I'm he okay with that. He at least tried. He yeah. tried. Frank peered ahead into the foggy veil. Ooh. Uh, now this, this passed out dude in the back is starting to wake up who we... This chapter is called Paul Blum, and there's an unidentified stranger in the boat. I'll let you guess what his name is. <laughs> he is Paul Blum. That part stays the same. The chapter yeah. names ruin everything. Yeah, which is class. And I love this. So, you know, the man, he's on the ground, and he's, he's groaning, and he tries to get up to his feet. But he finds that his ankles are tied together, and he sinks, and he, he sinks back with a sigh. I want this to be clear. His hands are not tied together. Just his feet. Right? There's no mention that his hands are tied. It just says, the man groaned again, tried to get to his feet, found that his ankles were tied together, and sank back with a sigh. Couldn't he just untie the ropes? Uh, These are pretty tight knots, David. Are, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Listen, if you know. These I, I'll are put you to knots. a challenge. You could double knot me. I will get out of that knot. I, I promise you. I will Houdini that knot. I'll cut off my feet. These might be triple knots, even. Oh, I know all about knots. I know them. They can't do a triple knot. These are just bunny ears. You can't triple knot a double <laughs> knot. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um. So then we get. Uh, oh, this is my favorite part. I wish this fog would lift. <laughs> said frank as though in answer to his words a sudden gust of wind sent the mist in scurrying wreaths raising the heavy gray veil long enough to enable him to see bayport lying almost directly ahead have you ever seen the hollywood hit motion hit motion picture film surf ninjas we've talked at length about the beauty 
of Surf Ninjas. Yes. Okay. Is this not Rob Schneider and Surf Ninjas? What if I lose this power? <laughs> oh, no. I had it. I, I it. wish the fog would lift, and it lifts. I mean, he is he is just Schneidering in it, which is awesome. That makes me so happy. Uh, that being all, said, I'm 37. I'm 37. Brett Hoy, you still have my DVD copy of Surf Ninjas, and I want it back. Uh, do not give it to Doug. Doug may not borrow it. I want it back. Okay, I just had to get that out. No, Continue. That's, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so they fog lifts. They can see Bayport's almost directly ahead. And then the curtain of fog descended again. But now Frank was fairly sure of his position. So why have the fog come back down? Like as an author, what's the <laughs> yeah, point? I, I have no idea. This is this is like playing peekaboo with yeah, the Hardys. The Hardys. Like, Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Goodness gracious. Should we try to make it to the boathouse? I don't think we'll be able to find it in this mist. I guess you're right. We'll land at the big wharf. Wharf is a great word. Oh, it really is. Living in Missouri, we don't get enough wharfs. No, not at all. And I imagine that every wharf... (laughs) Oh, what's the plural? Yeah, what's the the plural of a dwarf? A dwarf is dwarves, right? Yeah. So wouldn't a wharf be the same thing? Wharves? See, it's I'm like with a schnarf. You, you don't call them schnarfses. You call them schnarves. Right. But you've got and all wharves are filled mouse with schnarves and mice. Yeah, but you don't, that's the rare but you exception. Don't have house and heist. Yeah, that's you're, you're not wrong. That's, you're, <laughs> let me ask you something. Mind blown. If a mouse goes outside a house, is it a rat? Yeah. You know how how you, we, how you wake up dead. We That's talked redundant. about the difference between a boat and a ship, right? No, I don't think. Well, I maybe when we did the episode of Brett Hoy's house, and we uh, really got into boats. This is this was fascinating to me. Do you know the difference between a dolphin and a whale? Um. Hmm. I I would like to swim with one of them, and I wouldn't like to swim with the other. Right. That's because <laughs> the only biological difference between a dolphin and a whale is that a whale is larger than a dolphin, and there is no like technical size cutoff for that. Meaning, Interesting. They, they when I had I learned about this at the Seattle Aquarium, um, but they said it's the same thing as a ship and a boat, where. A ship is a boat. A boat is a ship, but we just refer to bigger ones as ships and smaller ones as boats. Um, Does this apply in in battleship? Uh, in battleboat, I've never played battleship. <laughs> we have the travel one. It's smaller. <laughs> well played. Okay, I did not know that. That's that's fascinating. But I think the same thing is true of of mouse and rat. Like they're the yeah. exact same thing. It's just once they get big. We call them rats. Yeah. And I yeah. majored in science. I have a degree in science as well, my friend. We are degreesmen. We're degreesmen. Mine is in arts and sciences. What kind of deodorant Which... do you wear? <laughs> I like this question a lot. Uh, I wear Dove currently. I used to wear... Um... 
ooh, what, what were they called? Maybe it was, uh, it was something clinically proven. And then I realized, you know what? I want to test to see if I still sweat as much from my pits as I used to. I'm going to try a little something softer because I used some pretty heavy uh, aluminum deodorant for a while. Hell, I even used something called Certain Dry, which legitimately just clogs up your pores. That's how Bruce Lee died. He, uh, from, from deodorant? <laughs> no, he got a surgery to close sweat glands three weeks before he mysteriously died. Uh, and yeah, he had heat strokes. When he couldn't, <laughs> I'm sorry. When when did Bruce Lee die, though? In the 70s. Yeah, I feel like you could go in for a tonsillectomy and die. In the <laughs> <Yeah>. 70s. <laughs> That's not. You're <laughs> not wrong. But, I mean, it's it's a clear indicator. The man got sweat glands removed. I yeah. mean, that I mean, is there's, there's underlying in the issues 70s. There. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like, no, it was mysterious. No one knows what killed him. Yeah, vanity killed him. We've got we've got a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. So, uh, yeah, they see a stranger. They hear a voice. What boat is that? Shouted someone from the fog. The The sleuth. Good. That's them. I thought they'd land here. Um, So, yeah, they find their dad. And immediately the dad says, Fenton, have you got him with you? Asked the detective quickly. By the way, a man came down the slip, and even in the fog, they knew the figure was familiar. And when he drew closer, they saw that the man was none other than their father, which, A, is not good writing. No. That's, that's clunky. But yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't they recognize their dad's voice? Like, if, <laughs> if my... Versus his uh, silhouette? Yeah, I mean, like, they, should, they would know the whole time. Like, oh, hey, that's dad. Yeah. Like, unless, I mean, I, I don't know. I would recognize my dad's voice in the fog, but... I, you know, fog like that, when it's so impenetrable, you know, sound waves don't carry the same. Oh, that's same. true. It sort of adds a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's this Charlie Brown sort what, of uh, voice effect. Is that? <laughs> is that the salute? Good. I thought they'd run here. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like uh what's the reverse of helium oh it starts with a b it's uh yeah yeah it's, it's like sucking it that in. makes your voice lower <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's what it is he's just sucking in whatever that is uh have you got him with you said the detective Who? quickly joe <laughs> <laughs> yes Yes, your brother. Is your brother with you. <laughs> Obviously, we're not talking not- about that. No, no. The man you picked up at Barmet Village, the one with a gun who is being chased by federal officers on the shore, that one. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you have him with you? What, this third person in our boat that we picked up at random who held a gun at us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've got yeah, him. That one. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> that's how mr hardy replies when they say yeah we had him he had a revolver but we got the better of him fine it's fine said mr hardy it's fine, peering down fine. onto the boat fine just fine, fine, just fine. <laughs> all right south park <laughs> all right chief he called to the burly man who's coming down the slip they have him uh chief colleague of the bayport police force and con riley one of his men then appeared in view. Um, this uh, I get, the next the entire next chapter is about Con Riley, 
and I'm excited about that. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, But we don't get a lot of him here just yet. He doesn't get to shine like he does in his own chapter. But I'm excited that we're meeting him again. Yeah. Because he was the one in the first book, original, that was the bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were they, trying to figure f- out what to do with them, so they're like, hey, we can put them in a boat and just leave them there, or yeah, we can and they, mail them this bomb. Up, yeah, having a bomb threat with Rocco that Con yeah. Riley was there to save the day. <laughs> what do I care about the black of the hand? <laughs> <laughs> it's an exact quote. That is an exact quote, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, hand them over. And still wondering how their father had known that the stranger was in the boat with them, and wondering also why the police were on hand, the Hardy Boys untied the ropes that bound their passenger's ankles and helped him over the side. He was immediately seized by the officers, who proceeded to search his pockets. Um, Why untie his ankles? Like, I know he needs to step out of the boat, but there's also burly men who could pick this dude up, and then you still have him tied. Um, Yeah. I hope... I hope they don't let him run away at any point because <laughs> they would regret having untied his ankles if that were the case. Yeah, or, uh, you know, how easy was it to untie his ankles here? They don't say they cut them. They didn't cut the triple knot. No. It was just a, a, uh, a pull from the, uh, from the bunny ears. You do a, a loop-de-loop and pull, and now your shoes are looking cool. I think that's how it goes. I don't know. I, I tie my shoes in a weird way. We've talked about it before. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you, we maybe have talked about it, but I've never looked at your laces. They Dude, look, show me your laces. They look very similar. Well, actually, the shoe I'm wearing right now has no laces. As you noted in a photo that I sent to the Superfans oh, at one yeah, point, yeah, yeah. these yeah. are a Converse uh, that has a piece of elastic in there, so it fits more like a slipper. I like that. That's smart. Comfy. Okay. Yeah. I'm all about comfort. Okay. There we go. Uh so, yeah, I don't know. The rest of this chapter, they shake there's this not dude much, down. but... They shake this dude down, and they're like, hey, where's the, where's the counterfeit money? Yeah, and we, we find out that he had this big roll of bad bills, and then the Hardys realize, like, oh... That, that's what he that, threw out of the boat. Yeah, he must have thrown that out of the... Out, and, and to the ocean, Jesus. Now, in the... Uh, in the rewrite, they identify the guy at the train station who, who handed them bills as a pusher. Yeah. That, that was the nickname they used. Like, oh, we call these guys pushers because they're putting these counterfeit bills into circulation. And we, right. get, a, we get a different expression. <laughs> yes, we do. Here, here in the original. Which just so people know this... This term used to just mean strange or odd or funny, peculiar, curious, bizarre. Yeah. You name it. Oh, no. Uh, they tell me you were shoving the queer down in Barmet Village this morning. And at first I was like, oh, oh that's no. a hate crime. That's a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. It's a good reason to chase this guy down. <laughs> and then we get a paragraph. Uh, the Hardy Boys had been told by their father that, quote, shoving the queer, end quote, was the underworld expression for passing counterfeit money. Which I got to imagine if you're in the underworld, like you wouldn't use something that cumbersome to describe. Like, 
Like you wouldn't want to come. He's like, yeah, I just got back from Barnet Bay where I was shoving the queer. Like I feel yeah. like you would want a one syllable, maybe two. Like you could say like I was popping. I went oh, down. I like that. That was good. Thanks. It's just off the yeah. top of the dome right there. Oh, I was down yeah. in Barnet Bay. I was popping this morning. Yeah. You wouldn't say, oh, this morning I was shoving the queer. <laughs> like it, it's almost faster just to say like I was passing counterfeit money. You're it's not a wrong. Similar and if, set of syllables. If it's this obvious that that's what the term means, if people are catching on to it, they are just wasting valuable time. Yeah, you're not going to be young anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and their arms are going to get tired. All that shoving. Yeah, but amazing triceps on these guys, and that's how you can tell a counterfeiter. Those triceps oh. from shoving. Yeah, I like that. You should. We should make this a scientific study. I've got the triceps we'll go of a counterfeiter. <laughs> these, baby. Oh, those are nice. They're not the scrawny. audience can see those. They're nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those Secret Service men would have caught you if the boat hadn't been handy, went on Fenton Hardy. And he turned to his sons. What sort of story did this fellow tell you? And I'd like to believe that they still sort of believe him. Oh, you know they do. They're checking train times right now. Yeah, Frank recounts. They got a newspaper out. Do you want to, do you want to give Frank's recounting of, of the events on page 101? Book page 101? See, I'm so happy that you gave me the page. Um, he said he had to catch a train, and he was going to be married. And some of his friends in the village were trying to hold him back. As a practical joke. Uh, we thought the yarn was rather fishy, and I was going to turn back, but he drew a revolver on us. That right there, I feel like sh- I feel like Frank should tell this story to Callie Shaw. <laughs> yeah, and, as she's not looking at him. Right, as she's ignoring <laughs> him. But just to be like, hey, I don't know what marriage is. <laughs> because I believe me when... When a stranger told me, I've got to catch a train to be married later today, and my friends are trying to keep me from going. <laughs> so don't have high hopes for our big day, Callie. Je- yeah. Uh, uh, is this Frank saying it or Joe? I'm sorry. This, this is, Frank. is Frank, right? Yeah, on if Frank's Joe, wedding I day. I said Iola. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Frank is, he's talking to Joe, who's his best man, and he's just like, okay, so you're going to kidnap me right before I say I do, right? That legitimizes the wedding. <laughs> it's not <laughs> official unless I get kidnapped <laughs> yeah. that morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a practical joke. It's all in good fun. It's a prank, oh, bro. these idiots. Relax. Uh so they explain, you know, he got seasick, and Joe knocked the gun out of his hand, and we tackled him. Good work, approved Mr. Hardy. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, I had to yawn right there. That's a good yawn. Not editing I, that I, out. I hope that gets our audience members yawning. I mean, oh, goodness. more and more we just turn into horse people (laughs) i got a phone call from the secret service (laughs) i'm proud i'm proud of pulling that one off a little because doing that when you're smiling and laughing is is impossible 
You can't you can't do the <laughs> yeah, the, the bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Now try doing that with crackers in your mouth. Okay. That's the real test. As you pull out saltines from your pocket, because everyone has pocket saltines. <laughs> Did you see the uh, episode of Raven's uh, Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, the quarantine episode? Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. That ending they do with the Zoom Rube Goldberg machine? Yeah. Amazing. I was just thinking yeah. if I could have grabbed a cracker by just reaching off camera slightly, <laughs> but not where you would think I would reach. Um, and the fact is they actually did that. All these people were just recording from their houses. So they actually had to set that up. And I'm curious if they had someone like a technician or an engineer come over and set it up in everyone's house. But it was pretty magnificent. Yeah. I mean, that's that is a, that was a the, great episode yeah, of television. That whole episode, I feel like, was the best exploration of zoom-based content like i've seen other people do like oh here we're having zoom calls and making a sketch about it but like that was that was good stuff yeah it was emotional too i mean they nailed it yeah it was that's that show is phenomenal uh so the secret service were the uh the guys running along they chased him down the street but he got into the into your boat they waved at you trying to signal you to come back so that's why the two fellows were running it's along the me! shore. It's me! It's me! What, what are they me? saying? Kiss, Kiss me? me? Kiss me? <laughs> uh, did you find anything? No. No counterfeit money. Not a bit. That's strange. The detectives told me he had a big roll of bad bills. Why, that must have been what he threw overboard, said Frank. Mm. Right mm. before we mm. hit him in the mm. head with a paddle. Yeah, there is a sequence where he asks Paul Blum, like, when he gets, uh, where he tries to stand up, he's like, who hit me? And they're just like, oh, well, you hit your head. It's like, no, you, you hit him. And then he hit his head. Like, yeah, you, he hit his head you on still the side hit of the boat him after you hit yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> that's the question he's asking is, who hit me? You can't just say you fell and hit the boat. No, I mean, no, that's no. them I just hit... legally covering themselves. I hit that woman and her daughter with my car. <laughs> But then they hit that street really they hard. They hit the and pavement. That, That's I was what no longer it. touching them anymore. <laughs> that was way back there. We should have been lawyers. We should have <laughs> been lawyers. We can cover this on the uh, on the Gotcha Journalism podcast. Yeah, I like that. Oh, goodness. So they're going to call in the Secret Service who are going to come. Uh, they, they explain that they know this dude is Paul Blum. Um but the boys explain that this isn't the person who shoved them the queer at the train station. Nice. Using uh, the term this, correctly. This isn't he. Uh, so Blum persists doggedly. You haven't got anything on me. Perhaps I did pass some bad money in the village. What of it? If I did, I didn't know it was bad. I got it from someone else. It ain't my fault. If you're so innocent, why did you run from the detectives? I had to catch a train. Give it up, man. Yeah, enough with the train. And then just here comes my favorite thing from go, Chief Colleague, roughly. Go, go ahead. Tell that to the judge. And I imagine a jump cut of Paul Blum in front of a judge. And he's like, I had to catch a train. Okay, you're free. Done. He told it to the judge. <laughs> Got off. <laughs> man, I had a train to catch. This is a practical joke. My friends are playing on me to keep me from getting married. <laughs> We spent our life savings on a wedding, 
and uh, and they're trying to ruin it. Yeah, classic friends. Oh, uh, advice, chief. Uh, so Chief Colleague says, "Tell that to the judge. I think I'll lock you up for a while, my friend, and just and let you just think things over." And that right there shows that in many ways the police department has not changed because no, not one bit because they they're going to arrest no, you about anything. They have no evidence on this guy. It's yeah. the 1920s. Like there's, he said he's not a counterfeiter. They can't prove that he is. Uh, but they're going to lock him up anyway so we can think about it. <laughs> they're going to lock him up just because and- Chief Colleague has a thing for his fiance. You're darn tootin'. And uh, Khan is just, he is the hype man in this situation where he is just too excited to, you know, put someone away. And he just goes, yeah, put him in the cooler. He is not a turkey. This isn't, you don't put people in coolers. You put them in a jail cell. Yeah. And hopefully it's warm. And hopefully it's, it's warm. But I think. (laughs) Not hot, but warm. Just warm. Yeah. In the winter. Cool in the (laughs) summer. Climate controlled. Well, just so you know, in in case uh, you were confused whether Paul Blum is a turkey or not, uh, here comes Chief Colleague to reassure that he also thinks that this man is some sort of uh, (laughs) turkey. Uh, Here, put the cuffs on this bird and lock him up. So there's a a whole confusion here of whether this man is a man or a a bird. And I guess the author never really says explicitly... Whether or not he's a bird. <laughs> Which I thought birds were, and this is just from Austin Powers, when he calls her the Italian bird, I thought that birds were just a uh, an older term for a female. Oh, it's like it's like ships and boats. When a rat, when a <laughs> rat gets the, to a certain size, it's a bird. man is? Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say this just because we're, we're right there even though you won't catch the reference until I send you something later. But the quote, did I mention Sale was a goose? Uh, no, you're right. you didn't, obviously, because then all of my questions would have been about that. <laughs> Just going to uh, leave that hanging uh, for now. I can't wait to hear more about this. Uh, so Chief uh, Colleague and Cosmo Riley trudged off with Paul Blum between them. Fenton Hardy turned to his sons with a smile of approval. Good work, he said. You haven't lost any time making good use of that new boat. Uh, And then Frank says, I only wish we could have got a hold of that roll of counterfeit bills he threw overboard. But that was in a deep, 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 impenetrable fog. And they ain't coming (laughs) back. That's like a nimbus cloud, dude. You jump in that fog and you're floating. So but what what is this line? If every trip we have in the slough is as exciting as that one, we'll have no reason to kick. Uh, what does that mean? I think this is I think this is rooted in the fact that soccer was popular with Italians at the time. And ah. and they wanting to distance themselves from the soccer from the Italians. Bunch. They they yeah. won't they'll have no reason to play soccer. And therefore associate. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I think it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you put much more thought than I did. And I have, I don't think, ever been wrong. (laughs) I can back that up. So, But but that's how the uh, the chapter ends, and that's how this episode ends. Nice. Good segue. Thank you. 
any last things to say before we end the episode? No, but do you need me to, uh, to, to ramble on so you can think of a good segue or a good rhyme? Uh, I did the last rhyme? one. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, what am I rhyming with here? We're headed into part eight. This was part seven because I had bread that was unleavened. I <laughs> uh, uh, oh, love it. Okay. I love yeah. The pause. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I got something here. Um, I hope Chet ate a lot of chili. Uh, oh no. And he's got a fair amount of Japanese silk on him. Because if he Jesus. takes some of his gas, he might ma- be able to uh, make some sort of fart drape <laughs> when we get to part eight. <laughs> I 